Hey everyone, my name is Bell Sebastian, and you are listening to Amber X. Today I have Evan Ryder, 19-year-old rapper, with me on the podcast today. We're going to talk a little bit about what it takes becoming someone in the music industry. What is it like in the beginning when you're starting and growing yourself and whatnot. And I really think it's great highlighting that story from someone like Evan's point of view. And so that's why I wanted to highlight his story today on the podcast. Evan, thanks so much for being here with me today. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Um, yeah, so hit me with some questions. Of course. Well, first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that you're a rapper, but what is it that you do? So it's a little bit deeper than just uh, being a rapper. Uh, I like to say that I'm a musician. I'm an artist. I make art. So it's it's really an expression of oneself to make music. Um, I like to use it as a platform to speak to an audience and to give inspiration to others. Um, I also like to, to think of myself as an influencer. Um, I know I have that in my Instagram bio, and that's how you got put on to me, was those inspirational videos. And yeah, that's that's basically the meat of who I am and what I'm trying to do. That's awesome. I mean, so about this music, music career that you're working on, is this something that you do full-time, or are you balancing it with anything else? Yeah, so... Unfortunately, I'm not able to do it full time right now. So it's kind of like I work towards music until I can do music as work is the okay. that I have since I'm so early and I don't have the revenue and the connections yet. Um, so I do work full time. I work construction. Um, so that's a 40 hour week. But I get home around three o'clock. So my schedule looks like from 4 a.m. to 3 I'm getting ready for work, working, coming home from work. And then from around 3 to 9 o'clock at night is when I put in the hours towards music. Okay. So would you say then that it's a pretty easy balance or is it? Do you, did you have to take some extra steps when it came down to balancing that amount? Because I know construction is really physical. It's a lot of physical work. So balancing that, and I'm pretty sure you're exhausted sometimes coming home from work. You know, is it a mixture of mental and physical capabilities, or like what is it? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, it definitely is exhausting some days, but I do like the physical aspect of it. I'm not the kind of person that um likes to sit around during my job. I like the the hands-on action of working. Oh, okay. Um, so it it is tiring most days coming home. So it is a it's mostly mental at the end of the day when I when I come to do music. So I'm kind of physically drained, but mentally I just have to um come back to that and the ways that I've been able to balance that is I uh I take up meditation. So first thing in the morning, you know, I meditate, get my mind clear for work and just focus on work. Same thing when I come home, quick meditation, get my mind right and then hopefully that that's enough to get me in the right space most days it is sometimes it's not um and if it's not then i like to try to find other sources of inspiration outside of myself um other people that i look up to or even looking at your business page sometimes there's been some days i've drawn inspiration from you so i think i appreciate that yeah yeah you're welcome um so I think that's probably how I keep my balance and it's still a working progress for me, you know, but I like to think that um, I'm doing pretty good with it right now. 
That's really awesome. Yeah, I feel I actually feel that really, really similarly because a lot of the times I'm doing my part times working on school. And so sometimes it's just really exhausting. But, you know, watching people's content, seeing what other people are doing. And, you know, most of the people that I have here on this podcast, they've helped me out in some sort of way. And that's why I really wanted to highlight their story, because I feel like that's super important. And, you know, I have faith in every single person that I have on this podcast that one day you'll have many more podcasts and interviews and stuff like that and i get to claim that i was one of the first (laughs) so hey that's just how it is in my mind and so listening to that level of inspiration continuing to grow through myself and through others is just it's just really powerful but at the same time i think i think despite it all i think we do have some challenges and I guess right now I'd like to ask you, like, what challenges do you typically face? And maybe that's something we can talk about because you and I are pretty much the same age right now. Um, so what challenges do you face, like, doing what it is that you do? Uh, yeah, challenges. So I will get to that question, but I wanted to add that, you know, I I also agree with your point of, like, we're both kind of guinea pigs in this and you you've had other people on your podcast and – like say you you venture off into business and you become successful or I venture off and become successful in music, we'll both be able to be like, hey, you know, we leveraged our platforms early on in our career and we will be able to claim that. So that's awesome that we agree on that. Exactly. Yeah. So to answer your question, my challenges that I face, um, I think my biggest challenges are not external. I feel like I've always been able to tackle my external challenges like um like a long day at work or um what i need to do to fix music or working around networking in the studio with other people it's more introspective um it's it's personal it's what's going on inside is what i've had the biggest challenge with because you know as an artist you have to you have to be in the right mental state and a lot of times, you know, things are rough in life and it's just dealing with that inner turmoil and making sure my mind is healthy. I think that's my biggest challenge. Okay, that, that does make sense. And I feel like a lot of times the mental aspect is really one that's hard to get down. Because if your mind's not in it, then it's really hard to get your body to be in it. And I know that I personally have issues when it comes down to, well, for me, my issues are sometimes staying focused, staying mentally positive. It's just with so much happening so much of the time, it can become a struggle, really, when it comes down to, like, looking at something as lucrative as business. It's so far out there, yet at the same time, it's something that you can work towards every day. And so it's really up to you. Like, are you going to work towards it every day or... Are you going to let what's happening in your mind bring you down? And so, you know, I feel like that's, I feel like I understand that. I really do understand what it is that you were mentioning about, you know, having to be there mentally. And well, given that, I know we talked about motivation a little bit earlier, but I was just curious, do you have anyone who specifically motivates you? Yeah, so my... I'm sure you'll know this one inspiration. I'll start here since it's business related. Uh, Gary Vandichuk. I don't know awesome. if you know who that is. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
I, I love his content. Um, I think he's very real, and I identify with him a lot. But as far as musician goes, I like uh, Russ Vitale. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you know who he is. I haven't heard of him yet, no. Okay, well, that's that's uh, not surprising. Um, he's He's very big, but at the same time, he's not. Uh, just the way he his success story and the way he came up, but uh, I draw inspiration from him because he's he's the first to do what he did, and he's you know he's a he's a white boy from Atlanta, so I I can identify with him and the things he's talking about, and he he's also a hip hop artist, but he delved into business, which is sort okay. of split that I want to follow, so. You know, I do want to venture off into business as well. You know, that's another aspiration of mine outside of music. Okay. So then where do you see yourself in a couple of years then? Say five to ten years. Do you see yourself already working on business or is this a longer term game for you? I think that's that's kind of a two-part answer because I think it would have to depend on how far I've made it into the music industry because I've really crunched the numbers of how much money I can make off of streams because the music industry has changed. It's not like you just sign a deal and you'll you'll get all this money. It's actually, it makes more sense for artists to be independent now because money's in streams. So if I'm successful the way I want to be in two to five years, then yeah, I do see myself venturing off into business that early but if i don't see that kind of success and i'm still struggling then i it's going to take a little longer than expected but either way that's fine so i think that's the best answer i can give right now all right well that makes sense i mean i think you know being able to pace yourself out is super important to begin with so the fact that you already have it in mind that you know it's all conditional and you're pacing yourself out it's really important because right now I do know your main point is music, going after music first. And then afterwards, you know, based on what's happening, then you're going to go after business. Um, and it's really cool seeing right now in the present day, like how combined, uh, how easy it is to combine, you know, success in what you're doing prior to your future success in business. Right. Like there's a lot of athletes who end up starting their own businesses. You have a lot of musicians who end up starting businesses, actors, whatnot. So it's that matter of being able to transfer that level of success and hard work and dedication from one passion to the other. So inherently working on your music career, you're already working on your business, I would say. And you're already building up those skills within yourself, building up that resiliency. You know, personally, I think, you know, you're on a great track when it comes down to all of it. Yeah, um, you kind of said it in a way that didn't click in a perspective in my mind. But yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense of if I stay focused on this one, then, you know, it'll help me further down the line when I want to venture off into those other things, you know. I kinda, exactly. I, I, going back to a challenge I have, I think I'm too impatient a lot of times and I want everything to happen too quick. So I think that's another challenge that I have um, in this come up and trying to make this, this life work. I understand that. I mean, I'm 
completely there too exactly with the same being impatient at times i think i I think i literally just put a tweet about it like a few days ago or whatever that i was super impatient because and i think honestly i think that's just a plague for you know those of us who are young because we we have that access to seeing so many people's stories and so many people's success that you know we start working and we're like we want to be there too and you know i think it's just that's just how it is you know we we see so much um and yeah i mean and i wanted to like kind of sideline back into what we were talking about like previously um when it comes down to like the whole skills and how your skills can transfer from one to the other i mean i personally feel like that's exactly what it is right it's just you're transferring your skills because you build up your skills if someone who's resilient is going to be resilient no matter what it is that they're doing right like if you're great at running, right, that's not only going to help you if you're a soccer player, it'll help you if you're a basketball player or, a, you know, any sport that requires running. And so building up those basic skills and whatever it is that you do is going to transfer. And that's what I meant when I was, like, talking about how you can transfer those skills. I wanted to add to your point of being able to see everything. Um, it's such a content-in-your-face kind of world now with social media oh, yeah, yeah. been leveraged. Mm-hmm. I think it's very easy to get discouraged in comparing um, from your point A to someone else's point B. Exactly. And I think that social media is also kind of deceiving in that sense of it's not always what it seems on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, whatever the platform is. Exactly. Um, So I think that's another thing that I struggle with sometimes is just being able to remind myself that you know it's not always what it seems and you can't compare yourself to that and that helps me keep grounded i don't know how you deal with that personally i love that question actually because that's something that does plague me often but what i really love is i love reading the backstory so something that a habit that i got into is i'll either find like an ebook online or i'll like watch a documentary or like a movie like do you know the movie jobs no, I think it's, it's a really great movie, and it basically like shows Steve Jobs' like story from the time that before he started Apple, when he was like, you know, our age basically, to the point of where he was running his business and everything. And I have a book, um, and I think it's called Accidental Billionaires, and it's talking about like Mark Zuckerberg's climb to building Facebook. And I love reading books like that and expressing that type of content because it's a book or it's a movie it's like it shows you the detailed story of how like these people started right where we were you know and oftentimes i'm working hard because i loved the analogy you made where you're saying sometimes people compare their point a to someone's point b so i want to work harder on comparing my point a to someone else's point a because if someone's 19 and they're doing something well i'm 19 I can work towards doing what it is that they're doing too and I know hey there's different levels of capability if someone's been working at something for one year and they've reached this amount I can tell myself hey I'm either behind because I know personally I haven't been working as much as I could whereas this person has been working as much as they could if that makes sense you know or I could say hey this person they worked for a year and they didn't get anywhere and honestly sometimes that's just how it is you grow slowly at first but then once you start to gain leverage and once you start to gain experience and then things become easy then you start to be able to move on it doesn't mean that the hard work stops it just means that you know you're it's easier for you to move on and i can say especially in this one year that i've been doing business 
and going really hard into business, I had to do a lot of learning. I still have to do a lot of learning. I have to do a lot of reading, a lot of introduction. I had to take the time to build a Instagram page and build a website and reach out to clients and stuff like that. These are all things that they take little by little. And it's just a simple matter of ordering a mic so I can do this podcast and waiting for it in the mail. These are all tiny things that take time but in the future of course now i know okay these are this is the mic that i like this is the way for me to set up an instagram page set up a brand page this is the way that i can continue going about going after clients and now it's no longer about learning but more about continuing and growing so that's why it's like it's a matter of comparing where i am now to comparing where someone who is similar to me um at my age or at my level of experience and so that's why personally I love Gary V and I know you love him too and I would be a hundred percent stoked if he were to like release something that kind of showed us what how were things when Gary V was 19 right because we don't see any of that he will tell us about it but we don't really get to see too much about it and it's not really highlighted that often but I feel that the best way for him to combat any type of cynicism is to show people this is what my life was when I was a 19-year-old. This was this is what it was really like working at my dad's store day to day. Some I sat there for, you know, day to day. So, it's really something like that. And I guess the biggest overall thing is to realize that success takes an extreme amount of time. Gary Vee's popular now and almost every young entrepreneur has his name in their mouth, but we have to realize that 10 years ago, no one knew who he was. Five years ago, barely anyone knew who he was. Three years ago, it's kind of a stretch. It's only in these past very few years that we all, all of a sudden, are on his bandwagon. And then once we start looking at him, we're like, oh, wait, he's been having years and years of experience. Does that make sense? Yeah, you, uh, you hit me with a lot. Um, <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to break this down. Um, yeah, I agree with, um, you know, all the process of everything you had to do from reaching out to business clients when I had to reach out to DMs to get my music across. Um, exactly. Getting getting the microphone and waiting for it in the mail when you spent, you know, you saved up your money for it. And it's like, okay, this is the first step. This is where I can venture off. Um, putting in all those hours, the preparation, like I'm, I've been right there with you. So I agree and I identify with that. and good for you man for for doing that startup just just for us to even have this conversation together um yeah i uh, i agree with the the gary v perspective too of like if only we could see what it was like for them early on like he can tell us um you know oh i i was an immigrant my parents moved over here and, and started up you know the wine shop and you know i was in a household of a bunch of kids and and all that but we don't really get to see like you said you know what he went through so the fact that we can document this and talk about it at such a young age i think exactly it'll be, it'll be really valuable down the road for a lot of people so i'm really glad that we could do this and i hope it helps you know it, it could be any age a little older than us a little younger than us i think this will help people moving forward exactly and that that also like i gave that whole spiel but it was all time back to answer that one question you have like how do you how do i personally get over it and it's through seeing that 
And hopefully in the future, you know, we can be that for other people. As you mentioned, I want people to one day come back and listen to this and see, hey, this is Evan. He was 19 during this interview. Now he's like 30 something and, you know, he's doing his thing and he's really out there. And this is where it all started. You know, just in a Skype call with with someone else, and you know that's how it was. And at this time, you know, and I'll be very honest. I know right now, publishing this in this very moment, we're Mac. We're not gonna get hundreds of views. We're not gonna get hundreds of listens to what it is that we're doing here. And that's just because that's how it is. Simply, right? Right now, we don't. We're not flashy enough. We're not in the spotlight enough. And it's in that darkness that a lot of where the most important part of our stories, that's where they form when no one's looking. And so that's the huge part about highlighting people in this podcast. I'm showing this is what it is when nobody was looking. I was looking and I wanted to have every a little, you know, understand this is something worth looking at. Yeah. And I, I think it is. And that's why I took the opportunity to do it. Um, I actually had an artist that I was working with recently go, well, you know, it's not always in the best interest to go go work with someone if they're, you know, they're not too big. And I was like, well, you can't turn down opportunities just because someone is at a certain point in their journey just because it's the beginning of the journey, you know. And exactly. I also, right. And I also think that you have to work with people that are at the same pace in your journey. You know, I think a lot of people try to, to shoot for like say for you like like shooting straight for Gary V and try to network with him wouldn't make sense right of it would course make not. sense to you know do the podcast and and talk to people like myself who are your age and i think a lot of people make that mistake of trying to network too high too fast that they need to network horizontally and be with the same people around them exactly that's 100% true yeah. So I wanted to kind of change gears here and kind of go back to what it is that you're doing with music. And I love asking this to like people who create because personally that just gives me a little bit of insight to them. But it's also great, I guess, for promotional value. So you're a musician. What is your favorite song that you've done so far? I think a year ago when I started this, I would have a very different answer from now. But right now, it's definitely the track that I just did recently. Um, I had just been able to network with a, a platinum plaque producer, so this is Ooh, the first okay. time. Yeah, so this is the first time that I've been able to, you know, in this year of doing music, that I've been able to have a professional connection of some sort. So I did this track with another artist from Boston, and it's called Visions, and it's about the track is basically about like. I think a lot of people are working a nine to five that they don't enjoy and they're just miserable and not happy and they're, they're doing it for the money. And this track is about, how do, how do I word this? It's about doing, doing music for the love of doing it and not just wanting a piece of a pension from a company just because it's money and it's safe and I'm not taking risk. And it, it's really my favorite because it, it describes my journey and the reason why I'm in this journey the best for me. That's really awesome. So what I'd love to 
is, first of all, apart from everything else about you, like your Instagram and whatnot, I want to have those in description so that if people are coming through here listening to this and they want to learn more about you, I want them to be able to go down into the description and see that. I also want to put that song down there. So let's make sure we connect on that. Send me the link and I want to have it down there in the description. For those of you listening, please make sure you check it out. I really appreciate what Evan does. He has a lot of inspirational, a lot of motivational posts on his Instagram. And like I mentioned before, this is how I get people onto my podcast. They have to resonate with me first before I even expect them to resonate with anyone through my channel. And as a personal preference, I saw that he was doing so much and I really wanted to highlight that so please make sure that you guys check it out with that also being said i do also want to give evan a chance to say anything give a little shout out or you know your own promotional plug um onto the channel and just let me know got anything yeah i think i would like to shout out uh at Chaz king that's the the producer who received the platinum plaque and produced that record that he told you to go listen to awesome i would like to shout out the artist that I featured with, uh, Archie Raps, his name's Adam. He is the other artist that's on that track. And I think that's it for shout outs. Hey guys, it's Belton here in post-production. With that, I'm going to end the podcast here. This is part one of my episode with Evan. In part two, Evan's going to ask me a few questions. So for those of you following, please stay tuned and we'll see you on the next one.